Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can find Kevin by going online to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click on the listen button to ask questions or listen to past episodes of the show and much more information there as well. Kevin, great to have you with us this week. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good, Walter. You know, this time of year, I usually get excited because, you know, all the fishing and hunting is coming up, so I'm getting pretty pumped up. How about you? Oh, yeah. I I love this time of year. Definitely my favorite. And uh, you kind of have gotten a head start. You know, you were texting me those fishing pictures, uh, you know, after the show last weekend. You started sending me all sorts of fishing pictures and that kind of thing. And I hear you've got another trip coming up soon. So you're, you're being nice and active here in the fall. We, we are. You know, I've been looking forward to this all fall. And I'd go out and do a little fishing, have some fun with all the buddies, Dan and the whole group. You know those guys. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a ball. So That's fantastic. What do you like better, fishing on the lake or going out to like the river and fishing? Or have you ever done any saltwater fishing? What's, what's sort of your favorite variety? The river. I love floating down okay. the river and fly fishing. I mean, that's just, that's the, that's the thing for me. We go on the lake, that's okay. Don't get me wrong. I like catch fish, but there's nothing, you know, m- more fun to me than floating down the river and catching fish. What are, what are you floating in? A drift boat. A drift boat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved it so much. I just bought a drift boat this, this spring. Is that so, right? Okay. Yeah, what, now, what makes a drift boat? I'm just curious. It, it'll go in shallow water, you know, in some of these streams, you know, some spots get shallow. Kind of like a skiff. It, it's just re- really like not a deep V, just kind of a flat, a flat it's boat. Very flat. Yeah. I have to send you pictures. I never did okay. that either, did I? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. seen a drift boat before. Yeah. They're made just to drift slowly down the stream quietly, you know, and then they're, they're stable. So you can walk around them. They're not tipsy, and, and they're just made. They're ideal for fly. But fishing it's still got a little drift. engine on it in case you need to get out of trouble or it something does. like that. Okay, it does. Yeah, nice. I'm going to make you into fisherman yet. Hey, I, I love fishing. I just I'm, I'm mostly a saltwater fisherman. So usually just like from the coast, you know, surf fishing that kind of thing has been most of my exposure. A little bit on on boats here and there when we've had the opportunity. But uh, oh, that sounds like I've never salt fish. I bought that's something I want okay. to do. Okay, all right. Well, you you come then we'll go salt fishing and then uh, saltwater fishing and then I'll come out. You teach me how to fly fish. We'll do that. That's right. that's a deal. All right, sounds good. <laughs> we got a plan. Let's start things off, Kevin, with a history lesson today. It was 246 years ago the first Continental Congress assembled in Philadelphia with 56 delegates. Wow, that's a long time ago. Look at how far we've come. <laughs> so much has changed. In 246 years, right? To, to the Congress we have now, I don't know, you know, I'm sure there's lots of opinions floating on out there to where we started, but the ideas to where it's transgressed to now, I bet you there's a lot of different opinions out there from everybody listening right now. What do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just as there were very strong opinions back 246 years there ago, the, yep. the debates have maybe changed a little bit, but... Um, no more duels. No, no more duels, at least <laughs> at least for now. <laughs> no, well, no more duels. I think we're getting close. I don't know about you, oh, but I think goodness. there's going to be a gauntlet thrown they, down they, here. They, so. they, they may look a little different than the more traditional duels, but... Yeah. At least the duels back in the day, or at least we sort of have this romantic view of the duel, right? Where you both know that you're getting into it back to back, three steps, turn around, you know, that kind of thing. You know, that's at least sort of my vision when I think of the old time duels that way. Well, I wanted to know how, you know, 
how steady the nerve was at that time. It had to be, had oh to be, gosh. had to be pretty, uh, you know, much adrenaline pumping right there. So, yep. Well, it's a pretty much a life or death uh, moment, uh, and it happened a, a lot of times back then. So, pretty interesting to hear about that kind of stuff in the history books. Well, no dueling on today's show, okay, Kevin? We're going to keep oh, it. keep it at a minimum at least. Uh, let's instead go to the doctor. Something that's very much more 21st century here. Uh, if we take a look at the world of medicine, I think we can find some valuable lessons there that we can apply to our financial lives. Some great parallels here, Kevin. I think, first of all, you know, I think about going to the doctor. I think it's always a good idea to, you know, try and do preventative maintenance, right? Even if I'm feeling fine, I still try to go in once a year for my periodic checkup. With COVID, I'm a little little behind on going in for some of my checkups, like the, the dentist and getting blood work done and some of those kinds of things. But in general, it's usually still advisable that we do those things, even if we feel okay. Well, it is. And, and you especially, right, with your wife, Connie, being a nurse, I yeah. suppose. You so know, she you, stays on top of me. She stays <laughs> on top of you and makes sure you're doing things, right? So exactly right. Why do you get a checkup? Well, you're looking for something, you know, that could be prevented possibly. So, And I do the same, especially the older I get. You know, the same goes for your financial plan. You know, you are looking, uh, you're looking somewhere down the road, something that maybe could derail you, you know, could be you have no diversification, could be you have all kinds of financial products. You got annuities, you got life insurance, you have all these things out there and you don't have any clue how they're going to fit in your retirement picture, even if they're working in your best interest in your retirement picture. Are you saving enough to get to retirement? I see this a lot. People are always wondering, you know, when they come in for their, for their checkup or their second opinion, they want to know, am I on track? Am I saving enough for my retirement? You know, sometimes you'll find out that you're saving just enough for your retirement and you can retire a few years earlier than you thought. This is exactly what a checkup will do. You know, it's going to provide you the answers to your retirement questions and it's going to get you back in line, maybe back on a uh, on the right track if you're off track a little bit. So if you haven't done a checkup in a while, it's a good thing to do. You should be checking in with your advisor and going over these things at least once a year just to make sure everything's on track, flowing the way it should be, and that you're lined up for your retirement needs. Yeah, great points, Kevin. And that's certainly very true. You know, I think of, uh, you know, something that just happened recently. My, my Speaking of my wife, uh, she got bit by an ant in the pool the other day. Now, this was not a fire ant, so and yet her arm swelled up, not like the whole arm, but the side of the bite swelled up. It looked like a big mosquito bite, then it sort of looked like a spider bite, and over the next two days, she developed this rash, and it's really, really itchy, and it seems like she's got some of this like this rare allergy to just a, like a basic you know, carpenter ant, like a very simple black ant bite. Hmm. She has some sort of allergy to ants. It's, she's not going into anaphylactic shock or anything like that, but she's got all this redness and itchiness and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sure she appreciates me telling this on the radio. But, <laughs> I bet she does. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she was able to mostly address it by icing it down whenever it got really uncomfortable. You know, got some over-the-counter hydrocortisone type cream or whatever type of cream helps for those kinds of itches and that sort of thing. She was able to kind of easily self-diagnose, you know, and, and keep it in check that way. But if it had gotten worse, you know, maybe like when I went and had uh, got poison sumac one time, awful, awful, awful experience. I needed prescriptions, and I needed prescriptions fast. I couldn't help myself in that period of time. I really needed the help of the doctors to write me a prescription to fix the problem. Is there a parallel there in the financial world? Well, it, there is. There's a good parallel, and you hit it right on the nose. You know, you can go into any store, any drugstore, any grocery store, and they got just a whole section, you know, for over-the-counter medication. Uh, you've seen that, haven't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and if it doesn't, where do you go? Well, you know, just like Walter said, you end up at the doctor and you're looking for 
some antibiotics, some prescription, some whatever it is from that doctor to, you know, take care of your problems. Well, the same is true when you think about it in financial planning. You, you know, you can do some over-the-counter solutions on your own. When it comes there, you know, you can put a budget together, you can balance your checkbook, you can set up direct deposits, you can even, you know, go into your 401k, change your allocations, and you can get just about, Walter, you ever notice this, you can get just about any type of over-the-media prescription, I want to call it, over-the-media-counter prescription? Over-the-media? Yeah. You know, what I'm talking about here is, you know, the social platforms, MSNBC, Oh, oh CNBC, gotcha, gotcha. Right, oh, right, over-the-counter. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I like that. Over-the-media for financial prescriptions, yes. Yeah, over-the-media. So you can get those all over the place, can't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, you know, any if you're up late at night and you can't sleep, you're going to see numerous, you know, infomercials about how to make a you know, million dollars off of one stock or whatever it is. But for your retirement and your investments, what's the problem with that? Well, when you watch these, you know, you're getting these over the media, as I call them, prescriptions. It's a one size fit all. They don't know your own personal situation and what you and your spouse are trying to accomplish. You know, they haven't sat down with you. They don't. They haven't got to know your goals and what's important to you. You need an income plan that's going to last as long as you do. And generic advice probably is not going to work. The prescription has to correct your problem. And so the generic, you know, version of it, oh, the Jim Cramers, the other programs you're, you're listening to, aren't like a one-size-fits-all. They don't know you individually. They don't know if you, you want to travel the world, if what kind of income you need on, a, on an annual basis, those types of things. So you can get both sides of that, and then you can go from there, and you can figure it out from there. But don't take the generic version. Don't do the over-counter version. Get involved in your own planning and make sure it makes sense to you. That's a great point, Kevin. Very well said. If you need some help putting together your own financial prescriptions, you've tried doing it maybe on your own for a while, preparing for retirement, but having trouble navigating through the things that you need to determine and decide and not quite sure what the right prescription is for what ails you in retirement, you can certainly reach out to Kevin and set up a free consultation. You can do that by calling 888-885-PLAN, whether you have a whole bunch of questions or one simple question Whatever it may be, don't hesitate to reach out here locally in the Tri-City area at 888-885-PLAN. You can also go online to insightfolios.com. If you're just joining us, we're talking about how going to the doctor is a lot like going to the financial doctor <laughs> who's going to help you get to and through retirement. Um, this one is interesting too, Kevin. The uh, different doctors have different specialties. I went, went to the primary care doctor, you know, doing that preventative maintenance back up from our first point. And, um, you know, I pulled the old, you know, while I'm here, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while I'm here getting my blood work done and, and whatnot, uh, can you look at this real quick? <laughs> and the doctor was like, yeah, I don't know. You'll have to go see a dermatologist. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we've all probably done that, whether directly to a doctor or to someone else, you know, and we have to realize that, you know, even though they seem like doctors should know everything about the human body, they all specialize really in, in different areas, even the general practitioners who have general in the name um, still have limitations into what they can really help you with. Sure. And I can, I can kind of correlate this to myself. You know, I had, we all know I've had my share of gallbladder problems and I've had lots of surgeries. But when I first started having the problem, I didn't go to a heart specialist or I didn't go to ears, nose and throat doctor. I went to a specialist that, you know, was specialized in gallbladder problems, you know, gastrointestinal area. I wanted someone who had the experience with dealing with this. I didn't want to, you know, have to go to somebody who just, you know, like you said, general practitioner who was kind of going to wing it or guess at it. I wanted somebody who deal, dealt with this day in and day out. Well, the same is true here. So we all know your needs are going to be different if you're getting retired because here's the difference. Your focus needs to be on income. 
everyone in retirement needs the same thing. What is that, Walter? Uh, security. Income. Income. That's it. Income, right? I was going to say Everybody. security and income, but you only gave me one. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the income provides the security, though. So, so if you, exactly. If you're in your 20s or 30s, well, the same investments you had, you know, maybe the last 10 years get you to and through retirements. Or do you need to look at investments that instead of providing growth, which you've been doing for maybe the last 20, 30, 40 years, do you need to change that philosophy and start looking at investments that provide income? How do those investments provide the income you're going to need for the next 30 years? That's crucial you understand that. Just don't go into retirement hoping that your investments are going to provide the income. Know how they're going to produce that income and know, you know, know how they're going to do that in good and bad times. If you're going to retire, you need someone who specializes in retirement planning, not somebody who's, you know, maybe sells just annuities or who's getting younger couples up and running. You need somebody that specializes in retirement planning. That's what they do. That's what they focus on. That way, you're going to have a better shot of making it to and through retirement. We're talking about how it's like to go to financial doctors, uh, you know, an advisor who's going to help you put together a financial plan, much like a doctor is going to help you assess, you know, what ails you um, physically uh, or, or maybe mentally sometimes. One last parallel and example here, Kevin, and it comes with a short story. I don't know if I've told this on the radio show before, but I'll tell it again. Uh, I went to the eye doctor right before I left for college several years ago and thought it was just going to be a routine checkup kind of thing and left with the doctor uh, essentially telling me that I had glaucoma and that, you know, kind of just left me at that. It was sort of like you you should probably schedule another appointment to go over, you know, what to do about it. But pretty much just kind of left me hanging with, yeah, 18-year-old, you have glaucoma. Um, very, you know, very odd diagnosis for someone young, obviously, but I have a lot of family history of eye problems. And he pointed to these like three factors, essentially, that he was like, yeah, pretty much it's by the book. You've got it. So you'll probably start losing your vision. And, you know, we left basically like with a diagnosis of future blindness was what it felt like. Um, so my mom was, you know, this was in a relatively small town, you know, not a rural area, but certainly not in the big city, that kind of thing. And so my mom said, uh, well, you're about to go to college in you know, two or three weeks. Why don't we set you up with a doctor up there and let's get a second opinion on, on this? Because that just seems ridiculous. You know, we didn't like how that, it, the whole thing was handled. And so I went and saw, got a second opinion, saw a different doctor up, up in the college town. And sure enough, he was sharp as a tack, and he apologized that someone else in the profession had so, you know, terribly diagnosed and made that assumption and opinion and all that kind of stuff. And he showed me exactly why I didn't have glaucoma and, uh, you know, basically laid out a plan for how we would prevent it in the future because I am high risk for it. But he's like, but it, that's we're talking way, way into the future. And by then we'll probably have cures for it by the time you get to be, you know, retirement age where you would be a candidate for really developing this. So. Uh, it was just kind of interesting. That was my biggest experience ever with like, you know, that second opinion second being opinion. helpful for sure. And a lot of times it's the same thing in the financial world. You could get with a bad advisor, an advisor who just isn't a good fit for you, whatever the case may be. Or even if it's you, you're your own advisor, it's your own plan. Uh, it might be a good idea to get a second opinion of what you're currently doing because you don't know what you don't know. Well, you know, when you first started this story off, Walter, I, you know, I, w- I wasn't going to say anything, but now it kind of explains why you fall into the pool all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it had to do with my lack of balance, but maybe it is, maybe maybe it is the vision. Uh, maybe you're yeah, right. Maybe yeah, you're well, right. Well, now that you don't have glaucoma, so I, you know, I, I feel better at saying that. But, to, um, to this day, by the way, because, you know, we went home and we ordered a whole bunch of glaucoma literature. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just like to read up on it, because this was back before Google and the Internet. Uh, I mean, well, we had the Internet, but back before, uh, you know, social media, just that much level of access. You know, you'd go online to subscribe to a newsletter, but you still consumed most of your info through the newsletter and that kind of thing. And so to this day, my parents still get like a quarterly glaucoma preparedness newsletter or something like that. And they uh, they hold on to it whenever they see me. They, you know, they like, Here, here's your, uh, you Pass know, we, we're, st- we're still getting some mail at the house. Here you go. And there's always that glaucoma brochure in there. So, <laughs> Well, I'm glad you don't have it because that's a good thing, right? I'm on the yes. same page. I'm on the same page here. They've been keeping an eye on me because it runs into family history too. But um, the second opinion came in helpful for you. And I can give you another example. You know, I had my brother-in-law. He went in, you know, for a back surgery and it was going to be removing a tumor off his back. And he got a second opinion, too. And, it, um, you know, for, for complicated surgeries, you're going to want to do that or issues, you're going to want to do that. And the big reason is you're about to start the second half of your life. Think about it. You've worked until retirement. And then I call the second half of your life is retirement on. So I want everybody to think a little differently out there. I want you to think of your, your savings, what you saved until this time. Could be your 401k, could be your IRA. 403B, 457, any savings. I want you to think of that money that you saved as em, as employees. So the day you go, you stop working, you need to put your employees to work. Instead of you punching the time clock, have your employees punch the time clock. What do I mean by that? Well, your employees, what you saved, now has to produce the income that you need. So they need to go out, they need to work 24 hours a day, 365 days a year for that income that you're no longer going to have. What good is it to have your entire nest egg invested into a strategy that doesn't provide income? I'll never understand that. While income is what you need to retire. And I think the reason is the vast majority of financial advisors create retirement plans based on a return they hope the market will provide. And I can tell you this from uh, experience, Walter, hope is not a plan. That's why that retirement number we talk about uh, quite a bit week in, week out is important for you to know. Let's not base your plan on an assumption that the market's going to return X amount for the next 10 or 20 years, because guess what? It's going to go up and down over the next 10 or 20 years. Get your planning process done so it's easily understandable, simple, and that you can understand how your investments, what's taken you 20, 30, 40 years to accumulate, how you're going to turn that into income, no matter what the market environment's going to provide for you. So if that's you and you haven't done it yet, just pick up the phone, give us a call. I'd be happy to walk that through with you. It's an easy process. Get the second opinion. It could be the difference between, like Walter said, you know, a bad prognosis to a good prognosis. So don't procrastinate. Don't sit on the side. You know, pick up the phone, give us a call. We'd be happy to walk you through that process. Uh, the only prescription is more cowbell or a little bit of Kevin Ray. Now that I remember we did talk about, you had not seen that skit, but now you have seen it. We we educated you on the more cowbell at one point in time. Um, For those of us who don't know what we're talking about, just go look up more cowbell and you'll you'll be on board with the joke. Kevin Ray, Simply Financial, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Here is your number to call. If you'd like to talk to Kevin about maybe coming in for a visit, meeting remotely, just chatting over the phone about kind of where you stand right now with your retirement plan and your financial future and maybe some of the things that you need to be thinking about to change, adjust, and move forward, uh, you can get some of that customized guidance by talking to Kevin. 
888-885-PLAN is your number to call to express that interest. If you get the voicemail, no biggie, just leave a quick message. Kevin will be able to get back in touch with you. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can also go online to insightfolios.com and get in touch through the website or email Kevin. That's insightfolios.com. Get a complimentary review of your financial plan. One more time, just in case you're trying to pull out that piece of paper and pen or uh, type it into your phone. The number is 888-885-PLAN. All right, there's more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Glad you're with us on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios. Serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. You can get in touch with the team by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin has about three decades of experience in the financial planning world, and he's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. And on today's show, we want to spend a little time talking about good old Sir Isaac Newton. Remember the uh, Newton's Laws of Physics? I do. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. You got it. Spot on. A, a plus for the day in physics for you. Don't, quest, don't quiz me no more because I'll probably flunk out. <laughs> you, don't, you don't remember the other laws, do you? you just remember I that don't. One. Just that one. <laughs> if you said them, they'd sound familiar, but uh, yeah, I might not right. be able to recall them right off the top of my head. I think uh, an object at rest stays at rest. An object in motion stays in motion until another force acts upon it. That might be another one. Something like that, at least. Those are it? Yeah, there we go. Uh, many financial circumstances, we're going to just keep it to one Newton law on today's show. Uh, many financial circumstances that you'll find yourself in have both positive and negative aspects, much like that equal and opposite reaction, that sort of positive and negative pull uh, of consequences that we see in the world of physics. And so we want to talk about how, Kevin, you walk people through certain thought processes that kind of go along with these predicaments, where they've got this positive benefit, this negative benefit, that equal and opposite reaction thing that's going on. Uh, the first one will help drive this point home, I think. Let's say you want to sell some stock to take advantage of the terrific growth that you've seen for the past few years, but you don't want to deal with the taxes that it would create. Well, think about that just for a minute, right? You just said it got terrific growth. Is that really a bad thing? That is a good thing. That's a good thing, right? Why? Because you've made money. Yep. You will still walk away with more than you started if you pay the taxes. Now, trust me, I get why no one wants to pay taxes, but think of it this way. If you go to a casino, you put a dollar in a machine and you win $1,000. You have two choices. You can keep playing and whatever your balance is at the end of it, it is. If it goes to zero, then guess what? No taxes. Or you can cash out, collect the $999 and pay some tax. I think sometimes harvesting, what I call harvesting some gains can be a good thing. You walk away a winner. There's nothing wrong with selling stock or whatever it is at a premium and then repositioning your your strategy after that. So I don't think that's such a bad thing. And that's the talk that I'll sit down and talk when we're talking with people is, you know, is it really a bad thing? You've made some money. Let's go forward and let's see what we can do with that. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, Hey, my brother and I went on, went in on this bet that the, uh, you know, lions were going to win the super bowl and they did <laughs> and we won big, but now I've got to split that with my brother. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you still won big. Like, you still won big. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're going to split some with uncle Sam in some way, shape or form when you have those earnings, but you have the earnings. So it's a good yeah. thing. So don't and get what, dragged down by the consequence, I guess. 
every time there's a big lotto, you know, be half a five hundred million or whatever it is. Have you ever heard of anybody taking the payments or just taking a lump sum? Everybody takes that lump sum, don't lump they? Lump sum. They pay the taxes. Yep, because they're still winners. So that's I right. Don't, yep. We know it would probably be smarter eventually, you know, just based on the trends of how bankrupt, uh, how fast they go bankrupt, lottery winners. They'd probably be much more beneficial for those folks to get on that annuity, uh, you know, yearly payment instead of the lump sum. But Yeah, if you're not good at money, it's probably a good uh, good thing to look at anyway. So, Which it seems like most people that win the lottery end up being not good at money. <laughs> so. no, they, they make a lot of TV shows out of that. They sure, sure do. They yeah. sure do. All right, here's another example. Equal and opposite reactions in the financial world. Um, and this is kind of along those, those gambling lines, at least on half of it. You just received a, a big inheritance, let's say. I mean, you know, that's good news in a lot of cases. Often that's a, a blessing for many people. But there's this emotional component where you're dealing with the mourning, uh, most likely, of the loss of a loved one. And so you're trying to reconcile those two different, you know, equal and opposite reactions. It is. And this could be a very tough one. And I can tell you very recently, I lost uh, my favorite couple, both within 30 days of one another, Lee and Lily. And, you know, there was some wealth uh, that the family came into. But think of it this way, you have to, you know, but you had to lose a loved one in order to be the beneficiary. That's what we're talking about here. So that's the struggle most people are going to have. You obviously were loved because they made you the beneficiary. They wanted to pass to you what's taken them an entire lifetime to accumulate. They wanted to give it to you. So if this is you, and for a lot of times, you know, we, we see people do this and they're struggling with this, treat this inheritance with respect. The inheritance think of it this way, could help you retire earlier than you originally planned. Maybe it's going to help you leave a legacy to your loved ones, just like you received the legacy from whoever it was left you an inheritance. This could be the time, or this is going to be the time to make smart financial decisions that will impact the quality of your life from this point forward. So plan wisely. And like Walter said, you know, you you received inheritance, that's good. You lost the loved one. And so you're, you're struggling with that. So just, you know, plan with respect is my, is my um, advice when we come to that situation. I like that. Plan with respect. Uh, it's a good sentiment. Let's say that you want to put money into a Roth IRA so that it grows tax-free, Kevin. Okay. So here's okay. our equal and opposite reaction. Money going into a Roth IRA so it grows tax-free. But you also want to put it in a traditional IRA so that you can get the tax deduction each year. How do you choose between the two? They're kind of total opposite situations. Well, it is. If This is maybe an easier conversation if you're a younger person. Let me, let me tell you why, Walter. Let's say that you're I don't know, 20, 25 years old and you're going to work till you're 60 and you save $1 million in your 401k account and you retire, right? So let's say that you put it in a Roth IRA. If you put it in a Roth IRA in that $1 million, Walter, how much of that money is yours? All of it. All of it, right? You don't, you don't owe any taxes. So that's, you're feeling pretty happy about yourself. But on the other hand, you did it in a traditional IRA. Why? Because you wanted the tax deduction. And you accumulated the same $1 million. Do you think all of that $1 million is your yours in that account, Walter? No, we've got some, we've got some friends sharing in that pot. We do, because 100% of it is taxable. When whatever money you pull out of that traditional, 100% is taxable. Now, there are some planning you know, things that you can do to, to lessen the taxes, but nevertheless, it's 100% taxable. So who's your partner in this? Uh, Walter just alluded to it, the IRS, maybe the state you live in. So that is not all of your money. If you're older and you're making a higher income, maybe it makes sense to do the traditional uh, 
IRA or maybe it doesn't. How do you know? You sit down and you do some forecasting. You know, if you have five years to go, well, maybe the Roth doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But if you have 15 years to go, I'm betting the, the Roth makes a lot more sense. And the only way to find that answer out is to see which way would work for you better. And that's by sitting down and start the planning process. Well, if you want to get in touch with Kevin Ray and start that planning process for your own financial future, here's how to get in touch. You can give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. 7526. One of the hardest things about planning for retirement is just getting started. So if you haven't really put that plan together, if you haven't evaluated these kinds of things, like what's better for me, Roth IRA, traditional IRA, what should I do with my 401k? If you have a lot of question marks about those kinds of plans, your investments, questions on your mind, like how am I going to get to retirement? How am I going to get through retirement? How am I going to make sure that I have good steady income? What if my expenses go up? How will I handle that? inflation, so many different questions that you need to make sure you have answered before you pull that retirement trigger. And if you need help answering those questions, well, that's why Kevin's here. So if you want to work with a financial coach who's local here to the Tri-City area, pick up the phone, give a call, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's been doing this for about three decades, so you can imagine the numbers now are starting to get pretty astronomical in terms of the amount of uh, families, couples, individuals, that Kevin's been able to help explore these concepts and ideas and put together those great plans to get uh, you know a little bit more understanding of what they need to do in retirement and how to answer all those questions. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Call and let us know you'd like to meet for a complimentary financial review or even if you just got a few questions you want to ask over the phone, you can get started that way as well. 888-885-PLAN is the number. We're coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. We take a sidestep each week from all the financial talk just to have a little bit of fun and uh, get to know your planner, Kevin Ray, here on the show. So, Kevin, my question for you this week, I'm going to put up some guardrails on this one. Otherwise, we could let our imaginations run a little while. What would be more valuable to you, the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Now, here are the guardrails. You can only see into the future. So you're an observer. You can't bring anything back with you. You can only see ahead. And uh, you can't just like, you know, go to Google in 150 years and Google everything that's happened in the previous 150 years. So you're, you're really just like a window. You're seeing into 150 years into the future, but you can't necessarily know everything about that 150 years, just what you can observe with your eyes. Does that make sense? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. So, but I still think... I'm sure you could poke holes in that movie plot, but you, <laughs> you, you get the basic guardrail idea. That was, that was a plot. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Back to the Future. You can't go there in your DeLorean and then come back with uh, the sports almanac for the next 50 years. And Well, know. that's exactly where I was headed. You knew it. You cut me off at the pass. <laughs> I did. I did. So, you know, if we look 150 years in the future and you can't use it uh, versus 10 minutes in the future, you know, so do you really want to know what's going to happen to your life if that's the guardrail we're going down to? Do I 
Do I want to know when Kevin is checking out? I don't think so. So I'm thinking in this case, I want to see 10 minutes into the future. Maybe I can avoid something <laughs> along those lines. And uh, I think I'd, I'd pick that. How about you? Yeah, yeah. You could. You might see your impending doom, but uh, yeah. it would only last for 10 minutes of doom instead of maybe years of doom if you look 150 years in the future That's and somehow right. discover you know what happened to you. And now you think about it for years and years from then on out. I don't know. I think uh, 10 minutes into the future would be pretty cool. Uh, to, if like If you can do that at any time, yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Uh, although if you looked 150 years into the future, you could probably make some pretty good assumptions and still benefit in current year. Like, okay, 150 years in the future and I see Teslas everywhere. Okay, Tesla's stuck around for some, some you know, they're still there 150 years later. Better invest in them some more. You know, some of those, you can make some assumptions maybe that way. Well, that would be the good thing. So if we take the one I'm, I want Kevin Ray's out of the picture, I would absolutely do 150 years because then I'd be the best financial planner on earth because I right. could tell you exactly everything to buy, right? That's right. That's at right. The, at the opportune time. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we ended up building skyscrapers out of gold. So invest in gold, you know, something like, something like <laughs> yes. that. So, all right. So, but it sounds like maybe you would lean toward the 10 minute. I would because I don't want to know when I'm checking out. So. Yeah. And, and some of the other... Uh, problems that come along with seeing 150 years into the future. Or health, yeah, parents, or whatever it, is, whatever it is. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there that could really throw you for a loop. Yeah, probably would. The, the 10 minutes in the future wouldn't throw you too much into a loop. So right, I think right. you'd be okay there. All right, well, so I think we'd, we'd both pick the 10 minutes one there. Although curiosity might get the better of me and make me want to look into that 150-year window. I know it, I know it. It'd be, be tough. It'd be a tough choice if we have the ability. Luckily for us, Kevin, it's not realistic, so we don't have to actually choose. So Not yet. <laughs> not yet, at least. <laughs> More coming up on today's show. We'll get back to the financial talk and helping you out when it comes to retirement planning and much more next here on Simply Financial. For all the latest news and information you need to retire successfully, visit InsightFolios.com. That's InsightFolios.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. If you have questions, check us out online, insightfolios.com. Click the listen button to ask questions or listen to past episodes of the show. That's insightfolios.com. We were talking earlier in the show about equal and opposite reactions, that Isaac Newton law, but in the financial world, the financial version of that law. Um, some of the t- areas where we see this kind of good benefit and then maybe a bad consequence that comes along with it. Here's another example, Kevin. Let's say you want to pay off your house. That would be great. That's a positive thing. But you're a little worried that you're going to lose the tax deduction. That's been a benefit of having that house kind of on your ledger for so many years, and then that goes away. Well, it has been. I mean, we've been conditioned for that for years. I mean, hey, you get that tax deduction from your mortgage payment. But most of the time, if you ask me and we sit down, we do the planning process, I'm going to say, let's put a plan together to pay off your house. And the reason is we want to weigh your tax deduction that you're getting versus the interest you could save over time on your mortgage. If you have a 30-year mortgage, I bet you'd be surprised in the amount you could save in interest just by paying it off early maybe five years earlier, maybe paying an extra payment per month, whatever it is. And with the new tax law that just passed last year, your standard deduction, if you're married, is a little over 24000 If you're individual, it's a little over twelve. Why am I mentioning this? Because it's harder for you to deduct the interest on your mortgage because of the new tax deduction, the new law that was changed. If this is you and you're considering this, do this. I want you to go to bankrate.com. 
And in there, you'll find what's something called a mortgage calculator. And you can input several different scenarios. You know, you can like make one extra payment per year, make two extra payments per year, whatever it is you're trying to do, you can put it in on that calculator. And in an instant, you can see how much that will save you in interest and how many years it will shorten your mortgage by. So for me and the mad scientist, I know you're listening out there, you know, we put a plan together for him and he followed it and he paid off his mortgage early. So what happened is you free up the monthly payment that you're putting on the mortgage, you free up the interest that you're paying. And now you can take those dollars and invest otherwise and and provide an income for you for the rest of your life. So to me, it's always worth looking into paying that mortgage off early. It's a great point. It's one of the reasons why we just refinanced. Kevin signed the paperwork last weekend. Uh, Notary came to the house and put the names on the dotted line, and we went from a fifteen to a th- uh, I mean a thirty year to a fifteen, and uh, lowered the interest rate significantly too. So it was very exciting. And uh, same kind of goal for us. I know that we're not at retirement, but the the mentality is uh, we'll have you know no mortgage payment by the time we get to retirement. In fact, you know relatively well ahead of it, which will be great. So yeah, do you remember now? I remember when I was growing up, when you paid your mortgage off, the family would have you know burn the mortgage party. You know they would have a gathering, get around, celebrate paying off the mortgage. It was a big deal back then. I'm open for burning some stuff down when we hit that point. <laughs> yeah, burn the house down. Huh? Well, maybe not the house. That would be kind of dumb. But uh... <laughs> we paid it off. Let's burn it down. <laughs> Let's burn it down. Yeah, don't do that. We'll burn some other things, maybe. I was thinking of that. You said burn some stuff down. I was thinking of that song. That's right. Isn't that that a song? Uh, We can can burn down the house. Uh, We can take uh, the computer and burn the computer, maybe. Maybe an old old one that you're not really using anymore. Since we don't have really paper statements, it seems, anymore. Everything's online. So we'll burn the old computer, and uh, we'll be in good shape. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. There you go. All right, we'll do that in 15 years. Sounds like a plan. Uh, let's say last example here, equal and opposite reactions, Kevin, you want to reduce the risk in your portfolio. And I feel like this is the conversation if of all of these, this is the one you probably have with pretty much every single person that comes into your office. Uh, you want to reduce risk in your portfolio, but you don't want to miss out on the growth, the potential growth. Well, that's the thing because wall street has done such a good job with getting all of our focus on just on growth. The problem is what is coming in the future that could derail this type of investment? If you're all in on growth and you don't want to miss it, what is in the future? Let's look back here recently. Pandemic, banking crisis, 9-11, the dot-com crash. And you know what? I don't know what's in store in the future, but here's what I know. You're going to need a retirement plan for all of those unknown events that will happen in the future. And we have no clue what's going to happen in the future. This plan is going to have to produce income for you ideally, now here's the trick, without having to sell shares or principal of your mutual funds, 403Bs, 457s, IRAs, CDs, annuities, or whatever you have. The last thing you want to do is sell shares or principal in a down market because it's very, very hard to recuperate when that happens. This causes some major problems in the future and the big one that it could cause is running out of money. So if that's you and you're worried about running out of money, there's an easy solution. Pick up the phone, give us a call, be happy to sit down and go through what we call our simplicity process with you. It's a one-on-one tailored just for you. We'll sit down, we'll get your goals, your objectives, all the bucket list things that you've been wanting to do during your working years. And we'll put that plan together for you so it's easy to understand. And not only that, you'll see how the dollars you've saved 
will be turned into income, followed by growth, to get you to and through retirement. So if that's you, don't procrastinate. Pick the phone up, give us a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you one-on-one, and we'll go through that process with you. If you want to get in touch with Kevin, here's what you do. Pick up the phone and give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Find out where you stand right now when it comes to your preparation for retirement. Are you well-prepared? Are you underprepared? Uh, is it just a few little things you need to tweak? Massive overhaul? Where do you currently stand? And we can't really give you on the radio a great idea of where that is. Some people are you know, right on the cusp of being ready for retirement and a few minor tweaks and they're good to go. Others do need that overall. Uh, it just is hard to give you that um, accurate depiction until you come in for a visit or talk to Kevin on the phone for a little bit and give him a better idea of what your particular situation is. And that's a driving force on this show. Everybody's unique and different and has their own needs, wants, and goals in retirement. Therefore, everybody's plan is different as well. And so if you want to get a complimentary and customized review of your retirement plan, pick up the phone and give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's local right here in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. I'll give you that number one more time so you can get in touch if you have any questions about planning for your retirement. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin, thanks for the help and the guidance on today's show. Enjoyed it. Have a great rest of your weekend. Hope you get outdoors and uh, get some fresh air and talk to you again next week. We look forward to it, Walter. Stay safe. You too. Don't fall in that pool this week. No falling in the pool. Eyes peeled a little extra wide this week since we think it may be the vision for why the stumbles happen. We'll test the theory out a little bit this weekend. There you go. Fantastic. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thank you for taking the time out to join us this week. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you soon right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.